0: dear tabby i didn't want to worry you but it seems i might not be able to leave the school it seems they generally require the students to stay on the campus i wanted to let you know that i fully believe you will become an official bard i know you haven't talked about it much but i can tell by the performances you have put on You will be known around Demir as one of the best. Just believe in yourself. I know I may not express as such, but you are a dear friend. I will see you as soon as I can. Much love, Sasha.
1: Sasha, your story begins (sighs) at the entrance of Presidian's College of Magic or better known as the Dramage Academy
0: Dramage Academy
1: This very large castle-like building is made out of a very thick glass-like structure stained glass in unique patterns that make no structural sense dot the walls Ornate statues of famous wizards and scholars dot the area. And above you, in the sky, you see several wizards flying on brooms and landing on the roof. A line has been formed. You've already been through your introduction and has chosen your classes. Today is the first day of said classes. As the line goes by, you come to a stopping point where a wizard is standing there next to a pedestal that has a hand print and a blade in the center. Your hand, please.
0: I give it to
1: him. Um, They forcefully put your hand down on the pedestal Uh and you take two points of piercing damage. (laughs) (laughs) as the stiletto like blade sticks into your hand and lets you bleed out of your palm before you get a chance to retract it back they turn it and look and wait for a crimson red bead dripping out very good you are clear off you go as you're walking the uh, wizard behind you stumbles and runs into your back. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, I seem to have cut my hand. And she shows it to the wizard. And you see a crimson red bead that has been smeared. And it's been smeared on the wall. She has somehow slipped her hand across the brick and scraped it open. Brute, but it will pass. You are clear. And as you both walk in, she's like saying, Hi, my name's Melanie. Your name? And she extends out her hand that's bleeding. Oh. And then her other hand.
0: Uh,
1: I'm I'm Sasha. Sasha. Well, nice to meet you.
0: Nice to meet you too.
1: Say, have you picked your quarter buddy. Quarter buddy? You know, the one, your roommate. We're all supposed to stay here during our classes. So I was just curious if you picked your room and have anyone. I don't know anyone here and you seem friendly enough, so I thought we could buddy up. Um. It- you can give me an inside check if you want. <laughs> Uh, eight? Eight. Yeah, she seems fine. Um, human. Her hair is like a dark purple, almost. She intentionally dyed it this way. And her eyes are bright blue. She looks very innocent. She's wearing the same uniform that you are wearing. Everybody's wearing the same uniform that you're wearing. Oh, okay. Very classic. um, You wear your normal clothes like you would daily, but over top you wear this very prestigious velvet robe with a golden clasp.
0: Okay. Um, I guess we could be roommates. I didn't realize that we would have to stay on campus. Oh, they didn't tell you? You poor thing. Yes.
1: I have some family here, but they know. I I would write a letter, definitely, to your friends and family, so they know. Yeah, I think I'll... Or you could just go see them on our off-duties on the weekends. We're allowed free time.
0: Yeah, I was still planning on going out. If I had the time.
1: So, where did you come from? What school? Where
0: did you transfer from? I. I didn't transfer from anywhere.
1: At this point, you hear, um, as you are continually walking through the halls, there's these three other um, girls sitting there, and uh, they look at you as you say that. A tri spell. Do you really think you're going to get a fire? Try, try again. But you'll fail. Don't listen to them. And she, like, leads you on. And she whispers near you. I'm also a dry spell.
0: Oh. I... I mean, I I knew they were, you know, looked down upon, but I didn't realize they would be so rude about it. Yeah, they
1: are rude. Me, personally, I embrace the name. A trispell. Someone who'll never give up.
0: That—that That is the way to take it. Well, here's our room.
1: And you are near this very old reddish-brown door that has an old ring door knocker on it and is got a face of a dragon. And when you walk in, it is nothing but cobblestone walls, very nice beds, small, two dressers, a chest, and two desks that have all your arcane study needs. Wow. It's kind of cold in here,
0: right? Uh, that really wasn't my first thought, but it is a little chilly.
1: I plan to make it comfortable. And she starts pulling out the small box and stretches it out. And you realize that it is a magical box and she starts pulling out different clothes (laughs) different things Uh, she has a, a small horse plush that she leaves on her bed and she casts dancing lights and illuminates the room there way more friendly
0: yeah it adds a liveliness to the room
1: Why are you so shy? Be happy. You've got this far. Yeah. Well, I've introduced me, but I want to know more about you.
0: I mean, my family's just gone to this school for generations, so I just wanted to keep up on it.
1: That's so cool. I'm first of my generation.
0: That's that's good.
1: But tell me about your family. Like is are you famous? Someone special?
0: I mean, I'm not anyone famous. Oh. Well, that's okay.
1: We're all famous to each other then. At this point, you hear a ringing bell, like cathedral bells go off. Oh. We're going to be late for class. I'll see her tonight. Okay. We can chat all night and do each other's nails and stuff. Whatever you want to do. Okay. Okay. And then she's running down the hall. Until we meet again. You get the sense that your roommate's going to be way more energetic than (laughs) you used to. But maybe it'll bring back memories of your friend. Classes begin. You have an array of classes. A long list. The first one is the most boring one of all. The history of the sepulchres. (laughs) You already know most about the sepulchres. That they were built here for the war. But the only thing that you really pique interest in is that not all have been discovered. Some have been lost and are nowhere to be found. It's the evening. As you're walking around, you have free time. You start to remember you're supposed to find someone that your father requested. Yeah. Right now, shoot. What do you do?
0: Is, are they supposed to be like on the campus? Do I know that?
1: Give me a investigation.
0: Investigation. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say it. Seven. Seven. <laughs> Rolled to one. <laughs> Nailed it.
1: <laughs> You're not sure. It could be a professor. It could be somebody that has of higher power, somebody just famous. It could be the janitor for all you.
0: Okay.
1: You're more than willing to ask around.
0: I'll try to go to, like, is there some sort of, like, administration office or anything? Or... Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: So you go in and... A woman, very similar to the woman that worked at the Telecrystal, a little older, uh, is sitting there. Can I help you? <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: Is there anybody here by the name of Reynel Shu?
1: One second. And she pulls out this drawer, and it extends outward 15 feet. And it's just suspended in the air, and she's going through. Yes, Mr. Renal Shu Third floor of the tower, on the eastern side. You will find his door, and if I remember correctly, he is not hard to miss. Can I help you with anything else?
0: Um... No, that's all I need. Thank you.
1: You're welcome. Where are you heading off? There. Okay. I didn't know if you just want to go back to your room. <laughs> you are like, cool. <laughs>
0: all right, get the information. I'm done.
1: You guys <laughs> have done weirder. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> you go up to the third floor of the eastern tower. And you see this large door amongst many other doors. It looks like um, like your quarters, but they're way bigger. And you realize this is where a lot of the teachers or professors stay while they are teaching. It's kind of like a summer home for them. Okay. You finally find his door and it says Renel Shoe. And the door is cracked slightly open. And you see this warm glow of some kind of fire emanating. And you can smell the scent of worn books like a library.
0: Um, I knock on the door? As you knock on the door, it... Opens.
1: And you see this gentleman... Standing on a pedestal, almost like a stage, and he's got his arms propped in the air where there's a skylight, and he's looking up. And he's just staying in this pose. He is wearing very fabulous clothes, brightly colored magenta. You notice that he's wearing pearl earrings and he's got a leopard print like coat around him. Um, Mr. Shoe? Who dares say my name?
0: Um, I'm Sasha Tremont.
1: He like breaks his pose and leans in. Do you hear that? It is your destiny. Or whatever, darling. You said Tremont. Yes. I know a man named Tremont. Through a thing. Great times. Do you know him?
0: Who are you talking about?
1: He looks at you. Jonathan Tremont.
0: And um, that's my father?
1: He like stretches out. Darling, where have you been all my life? I've never met you. And he like embraces you into a hug. Tell me, how is your father doing? It's been years.
0: Um, he's doing okay. He's, um, been sick lately.
1: No. Not say this. This man creates many potions. He will find a cure. I know it.
0: It's what he's trying to do right now.
1: And you joined the college that he... His alma mater. Yes. Well, if you need company, please come by. And he's like starting to issue you out.
0: Uh, He said that uh, you owed him a favor. That bastard!
1: Wait, he tell you. It's a rash, I promise. It was a thing. The goblin started the whole thing. I didn't do it.
0: He just It was
1: just a bit of Tingleberry.
0: You owed him favor.
1: So he told you nothing? No. He holds that over my head. And what is this favor?
0: Um... I need somebody to train me.
1: And you wish me to do this?
0: Yes.
1: Darling, I couldn't. I couldn't. But if you insist. <laughs> Training begins tonight. The stroke of midnight.
0: Okay.
1: Please don't be late. And wear something beautiful. Until we meet again! And he goes back into his pose. I I leave. (laughs) (laughs) The door creaks. (laughs) And shuts. You see this other professor that he's been leaning at his door, looking at you. He's Elvin, um... Very studious looking. He's got spectacles on. He wears his clothes tight and primp. And he just... He's an odd one. But one of the best.
0: He seems more odd than the best.
1: (laughs) He lost his mind to knowledge. Went too far. And he goes back into his room. After your meal, you've all gathered in this grand hall and had this meal together with hundreds of other wizards and classmates. You go back to your quarters and Melanie's sitting there with a book. So how'd it go? Interesting. Class was stupid. I already know all this stuff I want to learn the spells
0: I'm sure it's coming
1: Say You, me, sneak out tonight Look at the campus
0: I have plans tonight Uh, Oh Sorry It's fine We,
1: We have all the time years.
0: I'm hoping to leave after the trials.
1: You're going to take the trials so early?
0: Yes. What are you, a prodigy or something? I don't think so.
1: You look over her and she looks like early stage um, apprentice. Your father has taught you a lot of magic and you've learned a lot of magic over your by yourself. Mm-hmm. So essentially, she's not wrong about being a prodigy. Because normally it takes, like, from adolescence age to now, like, to your 20s to get to the college. Yeah. So for you to be here on your own is a big
0: deal. Well, I'm a pretty big deal then. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so... Midnight strikes, and you approach the door. Yes. You walk in, and he's not in there. You get a better look at the room. It is a very circular shape um, lined with library shelves, floor to ceiling, and a dome ceiling with paintings of dragons and mythical creatures flying throughout. And in the center of the dome is a glass top. But you're on the third floor. The tower goes up eight floors. So you don't know how this is even possible. In the center is the pedestal that he was standing on. And the only real light in there is torches on the columns of the library shelves and the moon shining down. What do you do?
0: I go investigate the pedestal.
1: Okay. So, as you're looking it over, you hear the subtle sound of a creaking floor. Give me a perception, please.
0: I need to use a different dice. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Seven. Ha! <laughs> ah. <laughs>
1: You take four points of damage (laughs) as a very weak magic missile strikes your back. You need to be quick, darling. Quick. Again. What was that? He's standing right behind you wearing different clothing. It's very dark blue. He's wearing silver chains around his neck. He has his hair uh, combed upward into a mohawk and he's got dark. Painted under eyes. Well, you wanted me to train you.
0: Yes.
1: Then train you, Aisha.
0: And how is that training me?
1: Reflexes. Okay. You need to think quickly, dear. Okay. Sharply. Now, go along. Hey. Issues you to go on the pedestal Show me some spells And he like leans far back in his couch Um Oh don't worry This room is completely protected You will not harm anything.
0: Um no I um My wand hatched
1: You need to work on that For now show me the spells that you don't need
0: your wand for Okay Um so I will cast Burning Hands.
1: Okay. <laughs> so describe to me burning hands and what you do to impress um. <laughs> Jazz hands. You know,
0: like yeah. Just, whole mm-hmm. <laughs> just like You'll single see.
1: hands at like
0: <laughs> 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 my books. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. So, <laughs> so, <you have> this. <laughs> so this spell does like require a specific hand motion where um, the thumbs touching and the fingers spread. Okay. Um. And so I, I do that.
1: Okay. And your hands ignite into flame, and they burn very bright in color good good but where is the flare where's the the passion behind this magic is strongest when emotion is behind it add a little flare
0: again so i guess this time I do burning hands, and I yell, yell out, (laughs) "Hiya!" There's your pizzazz.
1: Defiant, just like your father. But that man has passion. We will work upon it. For now, he slams several books in front of you. Pick a spell, study it, and present it to me. For now, we will work on your stage presence. Work on your clothing as well. And uh, the night goes by and he's showing you different postures and how to flow magic through and, and make a show out of it, per se. You are exhausted. You come back to the chambers. Melanie is asleep. It is in the middle of the night. You lay your head down. What do you dream of?
0: Mm. I probably dream of everybody saying goodbye and everybody I've said goodbye to. Your family. Yeah. Okay.
1: You wake up feeling tired, not to an exhaustion level, but pretty darn close. (laughs) Melanie is awake and you hear the school bells ring. Off to classes. Off to classes. The week goes by this night training with your new teacher and day studies. What is the first spell you pick? Um Bane. Okay. So you're studying Bane, trying to get it down. You think you got it. You got it pretty good. Like, enough that you can do the spell. Yeah. But you remember he wants pizzazz, passion behind it. So you do the spell in front of Melanie. And she's like, I. I mean, it looks. awesome. Your teacher sounds freaking psycho.
0: (laughs) A little bit.
1: I mean, at least he's teaching you spells. That's pretty cool. I know some cantrip spells. Very little things. Well, I hope you do well in the Trials. Tonight's a full moon. Would you like to go see it? With me?
0: I would like to, but I have... Some more training. Training, yes.
1: Yeah. You gotta lighten up sometime, you know? Don't bury your books or eat them at this point.
0: Uh, it's it's just, a, you know, a favor was called in, so I don't want it to go to waste.
1: It's understandable. Well, I'm going to go see the moon tonight.
0: If you get some free time, come join me. I'll, I'll do that.
1: As she leaves out, um, the door opens and she actually runs into someone. A tall and lanky gentleman. And he looks at her and sniffs. Excuse me. And Melanie's like, oh, sorry, sorry. And she starts running off. And he follows. Where do you go?
0: Uh, follow him.
1: Okay. Are you going to be late for your class? Or are you going to just follow enough, but like on your way?
0: Follow until like- I. Won't be late for my class. Okay. So
1: as you're following him, he's just roaming the halls, walking around. You're not sure why he's here. You do catch Melanie walking back, though, to the quarters. She's like, they won't let us out. Something to do with Not enough experience. Only higher education and higher up students can go out tonight. So I guess it's just me and my horse.
0: Maybe you should do a little studying. Ugh.
1: Yeah. All right, all right. I'll do that if you have some fun. And she's like walking away as you're trying to think of what to say back. (laughs) Fun. Enjoyment. (laughs) Happiness. (laughs) And then she leads away, back to the quarters. Fast forward, you are in the chambers of your very eccentric teacher. Well, child, impress me. Show me what you got. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you couldn't even keep a straight
1: face.
0: Show me what you got. <laughs> um. So, I guess I will pick out my little knife. And um, just sort of prick my thumb Mm -hmm. and make a like design in the air with it. Okay. And cast Bane.
1: So, as you are drawing this arcane circle that is made out of your own blood within the air, it flashes a bright red light. And you cast Bane. Bravo. A little... dramatic, even for my standards. We shall get you a wand. After all, your father has paid the tuition. You have an allowance. I shall take you to the market tomorrow. Okay. I would ask you to do it again, but you would probably bleed out. (laughs) I appreciate that. This time, he casts different spells. But he does it with such motion and... Almost like he's telling a poem or singing a song as he's casting the spell. And he tells you, the trials are not just a graduation ceremony. You must impress the archmages. Without their blessing, they will not let you graduate. And they love a good show. But less drama. That blood thing was creepy. (laughs) The next morning, arise and everyone is in a panic you hear whispering and mumbling amongst everyone melanie is not in the room when you wake up you get together walk out you hear everybody hushing and whispering in their own clicks and such give me a perception
0: This like, is... so bad sex. Where's that shit talk now? Right. <laughs> I may not be able to intimidate, but you can't see shit. What are
1: you? You try to listen in on conversations. You're like, listening, getting close you're not doing it very stealthily and as people are looking at you you you're like leaning into their group and they like pop their bubble and dissipate you don't get much Melanie is sitting there at the bench and she is stuffing her face with the breakfast and she looks very sad
0: um what's going on so like
1: somebody died in my class. I just met this guy yesterday. Like, I thought we were going to be, like, thing. Or at least go on a date, and then... I don't know, his throat was, like, <laughs> ripped out.
0: What happened?
1: The professors aren't saying. They're keeping it very quiet. They don't want to cause panic. and know, it's really fucked up right now like anywho it <laughs> rumor has it some kind of beast or monster devoured on him I, do, I, I don't I don't want to think about
0: it oh, what was his name?
1: Aaron he was a cute boy he had blonde hair he had this little pudgy nose when he'd smile and like flare up a little. It's cute.
0: Uh I'm I'm sorry. It's okay. It's
1: clearly the gods decided he wasn't for me. A little harsh of a decision, but yeah. Anyhow, I don't feel comfortable tonight. Can you stay with me? Just one night where I go with you. But I don't feel comfortable. Especially with this new lockdown.
0: There's a lockdown?
1: Oh, yeah, they won't let anyone leave now. They think somebody here is responsible. We're not even allowed on the courtyard.
0: we supposed to
1: supervision from a professor or special
0: treatment i guess um i will have to find out what uh, my teacher is wanting us to do i don't know if he would be okay with me staying in you know the room and doing some extra studying Well, at least you'll ask for me.
1: Anyways, I'm getting another plate because... I'm having a moment. I'm drowning myself. so I'll see you again, right? Yeah. Okay. Thanks, friend. She leads off. As you're sitting there at the bench, you hear... A Miss Tremont.
0: Yes.
1: You look up, and it is a professor that you've had in your classes a little bit. Um, professor Solovus. He's a Elven, very very pale skin. He wears his hair in a um, braided fashion behind him, and he wears his arm his sleeves cuffed up. Um, He's your alchemy teacher. Potion brewing. Miss Tremont, I have a seminar today and it would be a great honor for you to sit in. Your father was such an inspiration for me.
0: Um, I would love to sit in.
1: I will have a seat ready for you. Okay. So you do your normal studies, and then the seminar comes after your evening meal. And there's not many students in there. There's like five students. There's way more professors and wizards in this room. And the two people that you recognize the most and dread is a tall, linky man and a short, round gentleman. They are not sitting in chairs. They are standing in the corner near the front of the classroom. Now, this classroom is huge. It is got several Bunsen burners, and there's a floral herbal garden growing. He, whatever you would need is here, and you're seeing plants that you haven't seen in person yet. You are on the top floor of the Western Tower. And the only light coming in this room is from the large window to the right. that is letting in the sun. I thank you all for joining my seminar. Today we study Advanced Healing Remedies. I am in the midst of Unlocking a way to remove curses. And then he holds up a vial of this silver metallic fluid. Can anyone tell me what this is? Don't be shy, students. Go ahead and give me an intelligence. Um,
0: Just a regular intelligence roll? Yes, please. 19.
1: You recognize this. It looks like blood from Diana.
0: Changeling blood. Is it changeling blood?
1: Correct. And everybody is just like sitting up in their chairs and <laughs> <laughs> As you may know, Changeling Blood has many properties. Which you give this um the ability to change their appearance. I believe we can hone in and remove a curse with this blood. The seminar goes on and on. You're more stuck in the moment of like, why does he have changeling blood and why is everybody okay with this? (laughs) (laughs) So the session ends and Professor Solovus comes up to you. I hope I inspired you.
0: Um, yes. Um, where did you get the changeling blood?
1: I have my sources. And you see the two gentlemen leave the room. (laughs) Okay. If you're interested, maybe you can come by my classroom and have a one on one. Study with me. Get hands first in the alchemic reactions.
0: Yeah, that that would be really nice.
1: I will message you then. And he issues you out of the classroom where the two gentlemen stand there. And they're watching you. Give me a perception. Seventeen. You hear them talking amongst Professor Solovus. Yes, I know she was with her. That is why I want her close. You leave with your other professor, Renelle Shue.
0: Ah, yeah. I wanted to know if Melanie could come along. Three is a company but why not?
1: So you leave and you see these warforged guards standing at every entrance. And they let you pass as Rinell waves his hand and you see this sparkle of arcane energy and they like almost like flutter. Like they understand what that means and they move out of the way. To the market. You head... Not that far off. You cross the large bridge where a titan stands. And it is fully functional. It is moving a, like a sentry and watching you guys walk across the bridge. On each side is a mirror lake that reflects the stars. You head south and enter the Twilight Market. This market is full of of magical items, potions, wands, artifacts, you name it. He walks you into a store that the glass is fuzzed over with dust like it's never been cleaned. And you walk in and it smells of a strong licorice scent. And you see this gnome older gentleman, which is probably the first you've ever met a gnome. And he's wearing a tailored vest with a golden chain that hangs. His, he is balded on the top and has very long hair. Well, 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 right now, Shu, coming in my store and you bring company. Well, what can I do for you? My apprentice needs a wand. She has her cool. Well, let me see it. I,
0: um, show my scarab.
1: So it crawls out and goes on top of the desk. And he slides this large magnifying gla- glass, similar to Dukin's. Mm-hmm. And he's looking over. There's a lot of energy in here. Very good very strong keeping up with your studies yeah can I
0: have your name Uh, Sasha Tremont
1: and before you get your last name out Reynal is like she is just Sasha (laughs) she (laughs) Sasha. Sasha well Sasha we will construct a wand for you to your taste I need you to pick the wood and the pommel your new wand
0: so I'm thinking of cypress wood and then the handle is sort of um kind of like curved a little bit mm-hmm. and um with like leather straps. Okay. And for your pommel? Just the pommel, sorry. Yeah. Oh, the okay. Pommel. So yeah. it's
1: like a almost a lanyard in a way coming out. Yeah. Okay. Alright, simple, elegant, beautiful, shy. I like it. As you lay your wand down, your scarab climbs upon it, and you see the wood envelop over it. And you can see the scarab's silhouette within the wood. And then a pulse of a teal-blue energy flashes. As you pick it up, you can feel the vibration of this arcane power. You have a new wand. Wow. That's so cool. Can I see it? Melody reaches out and she knocks over a bottle and it drops and she's like oh I'm so sorry I'm clumsy and then she goes to pick up glasses she cuts her hand give me a perception
0: uh 20 see a trickle
1: of silver blood from her hand Melanie and you see her whispering like an arcane spell and you see the silver turn to a red. I'm so clumsy. I. Um, we should get back.
0: Yeah, let's get it cleaned up for you. I didn't
1: mean to ruin your big day.
0: It's okay. Accidents happen.
1: You head back to the quarters. Right now it's like, well, I will see you tomorrow night. And I would like to see that spell again. A little safer upon yourself. Okay. She starts walking around making her bed, like everything is normal. Give me a insight.
0: Seven. <laughs>
1: she got some new dice. <laughs>
0: Actually, are you having a problem over there? Here. Don't do it! It'll be ruined! What next time? Burner. Just
1: roll it for fun. I'm curious if it's better. Yes. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you're looking over, you're thinking like, so she's a changeling. How do I bring this up? Why is she here? How'd she even get in here? Why is she
0: here?
1: (laughs) But she's acting quite normal. Making a bed. She's got a small, like, fire basket in the corner that's just embering coals. And she sits a teapot on there and it's boiling water. She's scooping out some loose leaf into a cup. Well... That was super cool, like, with your wand and stuff. I hope to get one one day. I just have this, and it's like the apprentice wand that you had mm-hmm. previously. I don't know. They say they're gonna hatch. I just kind of wanna, and she's like, singling, like, she wants to break it over, like.
0: It, it'll happen. That's what happened to mine. Yours will happen, eventually. When it's ready.
1: I hope so. I need it to be
0: Do you have something you need to do? Protection.
1: I wish to become
0: strong enough to help others. I understand that.
1: The kettle starts to hiss into a whistle. And she pours two cups of tea and hands you one. To friendship
0: to friendship
1: and the night goes by it is the second week of schooling you perform your spell bane with ease and he gives you more books to pick out a second spell what is the second spell you pick
0: um, Armor of Agathies. Okay.
1: You start to become more confident in your spells, and you notice w- when you cast your spells with intent and purpose, the power is much stronger. So maybe is not blowing fluff after all.
0: <laughs> he totally is. Well, let's see that armor spell. I take out my wand and I sort of wave it um, on like a spiral pattern kind of down. And then I get all frosty. <laughs> Okay.
1: So as this frost emanates from your chest and your shoulders, it actually builds this armor and it flashes and it becomes this crystal-like glass energy that sits upon you. Very good. I'm going to make a wizard out of you. Well, that's enough for tonight. Off you go before the curfew gets really dicey. The professors are not happy with me having you learn in the hours of night because of the death of the boy.
0: Have they found anything? No. I'm sure we will find something.
1: Until next time, darling, please be safe. And he goes in for a hug. He does like the cheek kisses. (laughs) Off you go. The next morning arrives. <sighs> Another death has happened. What? This time it was a professor. Professor Evard. A woman that taught bestiary. was mangled and torn to shreds just like the boy. Her body has been eaten out and her organs have been splayed across. Okay. As you're walking around, everybody seems very gloom over this. You find Professor Solovus, and he runs into you. I'm terribly sorry, Sasha.
0: Is... Everybody doing okay?
1: For the most part. Give me an insight check. Uh, 19. As he's talking to you, he says, If only I had control of this matter. And he looks very angry.
0: Control over what?
1: Nothing. I just do not like to see... People die before they should. I am getting very close to my research. That message is coming soon. Okay. Through the week, you have his class, and he's giving you like extra credit. You're studying, learning formulas, talking about the changeling blood. But ultimately, you are now proficient in harvesting herbs for potions. Nice. The third week comes. It is early in the week. And after your training with Reynell you head off to bed. Mm-hmm when you arrive to the chambers, Melanie is not there. Melanie is missing. And as you're looking around, being concerned, you hear a voice in your head. Sasha, I have figured it out. Please come to my classroom immediately.
0: Did Melanie leave a note by chance?
1: No, you can give me a perception. Or an investigation,
0: rather. Investigation! Damn it.
1: Eight. The only thing you notice that's odd is her bed is not made and her tea kettle has been knocked over.
0: I'll go meet the professor.
1: You open the doors to his classroom and you hear the subtle whimper of someone as he's standing in front and the tall, lanky gentleman and the round, short gentleman are there. You realize behind them, Melanie has been bound to the table. She's panicking and you see them all draw out a vial of blood from her and you see her go limp. It is right here, Asasha. Right here. i figured it out.
0: What are you doing?
1: But do not worry. A changeling has infiltrated our class. But I knew. And I kept her here because live blood is so much more potent.
0: No, you, you need to let her go
1: nonsense listen listen with knowledge anything is possible but you have to get give sacrifices
0: that's that's not a sacrifice
1: why do you not understand this this, this will help your father It will kill him.
0: He doesn't need this sort of help.
1: At this moment... The... Shorter, round one... Is starting to get very angry. I told you she would never listen. You're a fool. We should kill her here. Right now. And you see his... Clothes start to rip. And his... Muscles start to bulge and you hear the crackling of bone and you see his eyes flash yellow and his nose stretches outward and fangs start to appear as he stands up a werewolf is in your presence Professor Solovus is holding him off and there's a struggle back and forth. Melanie is passed out, unconscious. You go to after, to save her. The tall, lanky gentleman pushes you back. Professor Solvis is knocked backwards, and the werewolf goes after you and grabs your neck and stretches you back and throws you through the window. <laughs> your life flashes before you. You remember your father. You remember Crom. You remember Diana. As the glass glistens in the air, your vision goes blurry. And that's where we're gonna end the session.
0: I plan on secreting it in your pack. Whenever you do read this, please stay safe. I do not know or understand the journey you are on, but I feel it is dangerous. I wish we could be there to help you, but I know we all must complete our own journeys. I fully expect you to come back in time for my trials. If you ever need, I, or Tabby, will be there as soon as we can. Stay safe, Sasha.
1: Hey there, it's your Dungeon Master, Jason. That is the end of this episode. We hope you enjoyed this very unique solo campaign setting. We would like to hear back from you. Give us your inputs, your opinions on this. The best way to do that is to reach out to our Facebook page at uncontrollably or on our Twitter page at uncontrollably And you can find us now on Instagram. The best way to support us is to share our content with everyone. Every share goes a long way. And remember, knowing too much could lead to bad things.